Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Well, happy Friday, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Lovability Show. We are very excited you're here, and uh, I love Fridays. I love the energy mm-hmm. of Fridays now. I'm so glad we moved. Uh, so lunchtime Fridays, uh, I've got, uh, I have the Brads in the house today. I've got sidekick Brad. What's up, everybody? I've got Bradley Richardson uh, back again. He was here a couple weeks ago. Y'all loved him. And uh, we are going to have some fun today. So uh, so uh, it's a threesome today. It's a threesome. I, and, and I go to the gutter. And I'm the only girl here. I yeah, I, I, I told you when you asked me to do this, I said not the type I was Lucky hoping for. Me. Lucky me. Lucky me. The old MMF. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Bait and, bait and switch. So, yeah. uh, so fun topic today. We're actually going to be talking about red flags. We had, we've been waiting to do this one. Uh, it's, it's a topic that keeps coming up, and you know, uh, everybody that's been out there dating has experienced red flags. Has has, has ignored them. Uh, they they probably know what. And I want you guys to participate today. I want you guys to join in on the conversation. Uh, we brought our red flags to the table, but we also want to know uh, your opinion and thoughts on this as well. Uh, Brad's chomping at the bit. What you, what you think? No, about I'm not. No, I not just. I tend to ignore these, and that's part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what? Here's the thing with the red flags. She'll get better. Yeah, it's 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 that feeling, you know. And I will stand by. You know, guys, you get it too. Guys are guys will overlook a, a flaming red flag that has that is on fire if the girl's hot. If she's hot, oh my if she's hot. No, yeah, so right there, Let, let's get right there because you said this to me. You said this to me a few weeks ago. It was funny. <laughs> I remember vividly. Yes. So um, Jen and I were on the phone, and I was was talking about a situation, and she goes, "Oh, honey." That's that's not red. That's crimson right there. <laughs> um, and you were right, which, you know, we can. Let's bring the red jump flag right up. It's, it's a great red flag. I remember it. I remember that. Let's talk. Let's talk about that red flag. OK, sure. Yeah. Well, on the surface, um, on the surface, it seemed like this is perfect. I she mean, was beautiful, amazing, beautiful. Single. Yep. Of course. Hopefully. Um, you know, that, that's a red flag. Let's just start with that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they're available. You know, a tan line on her finger is exactly. a red flag. It, well, there's two things there. The, um, number one, why the hell don't you just ask? I mean, one of the best questions I've ever thought of is this, instead of wondering about all this shit, why don't you just go, is there anybody that might be pissed off or upset that, that you're talking to me, but in your situation, um, yeah, 50, never been married, no kids. And I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. 0.0 baggage. This is great. And you were like, oh, no, baby. No, 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 no. This is a train wreck waiting to happen. <laughs> and it was. Um, yeah, I think there's just, there's something to be said. It depends on where you're at in life, but I think there's something to be said for being able to have some scars, some, have some scars, have some baggage, have some practice, have some, you know, having gone through it successfully, painfully, agonizingly, and make through it. But if you're men and women, I tell you, if you're of a certain age, okay, I'm 50 plus, plus, and, um, <laughs> That and you've never, no kids doesn't bother me, but if you've never been married, no kids in any, there's like something of like, okay, what? And you, and I know people will go, I know there's men, women. It's very sensitive. Oh, well, of course they go, well, I I gave myself to my career. I almost did. The person never, totally get it. But there needs to be some sort of rationale behind it. Not just like, I'm tough, I'm difficult, I'm cold, whatever, which I swear to God I've heard. So... But this is the there you go. I buried in my I buried my life in my career. It's true. And it's true. And you're you, mean to tell me in 50 years you didn't meet one person? Like not one person that you kind of went, ooh. And, and mean, again, we don't want to offend anybody because I do know that there are people out there that have never been married that uh, are maybe 45, 50 years old. It, but I, I'm going to say this, and I love you all. Mm-hmm. You need to look into it. Red flag or orange flag or whatever. It doesn't matter. Look into it further if somebody is of over 40, over 40 and has never been married. Yeah. Um, especially if they've never been in a long-term relationship. That was the other, that was the other part Well, I think that, that's just it. There needs to be some sort of rationale behind it. I'm not, and I agree with you completely. I mean, look, stuff happens. It's not, it's not a, a, a knockout or anything bad as long as – tell me the why. Is there something behind? Look, I gave myself to my career. I completely climbed the ladder and that was it. Okay, fine. Oh, I was in a long-term relationship. It just never happened. Oh, whatever the case is. But I think it's when they just kind of leave it out there. 
Um, yeah, it's with anything. It's you want to see there's some with anybody. You want to see some sort of progression, commitment, um, you know, that type of thing, activity in your yeah. life. That's it's, it. Yeah. It, typically, if somebody has not been married at that point, there's a reason why, whether it's commitment mm-hmm. issues on their part, uh, whether in somebody that says, mm-hmm. oh, I've buried myself in my work for 50 years, for yeah, 45 exactly. years, like Brad said, mm-hmm. you know, and you're meeting people you in your may work. Need to, you may, you may have unrealistic expectations, but yeah. For those of you that are sitting there that may be listening, and I'm sorry if you're offended if that's you, but maybe look at it. Just be willing to look at it and say, what role do I play in this? Because you can blame it on outside circumstances. Mm-hmm. You can go, oh, I was engaged, but you've still had how many ungodly years to make up for that. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. right. I do know people that were engaged 20 years ago or 25 years a- ago. Absolutely. Think of it this way, though. I you know, I was a headhunter, executive recruiter forever. So placed senior executives, CEOs, CFOs, and such. And the problem was there was this stigma of people like, nobody wants to interview or hire you for unemployed. Well, yes and no. But the thing is, why? What are you doing while you're unemployed? Are you currently working contract job? Or what happened? Give some context to the situation. It's no different between, you know, there's so many parallels between, you know, dating relationships, finding a job. That's all it is. Yeah. And if you can have put some context to it, then then you're good. Yeah. I, you know, having said that, I think one of the other, you know, big red flags that we really need to be thinking about from a psychological standpoint, because I know there's a lot of physical ones that we'll get into some of the little, you know, obvious ones. But one of the things that you all should be talking to people about is their family. So somebody that doesn't have a good relationship with their family or they're estranged from their family or their family doesn't like them or uh, their family's toxic or that whole deal. And Brad, um, you know, I was going to say, you know, especially women with their fathers and men with their mothers. Uh, it's a yep. really big, that's a really big right deal. There. Specifically her dad. Specifically her dad. Yeah. You know what? I'm a counselor for a living. That's what I do. That's why I'm here. <laughs> and I will be the first to tell you that people that have issues and challenges and have had tough childhoods and take it from me, everybody's got dysfunction. You know, There's nobody's no normal home family. Was, There's not. Nobody's There's home not. was perfectly functional, no. uh, but it's the level of dysfunction that they grew up in and where they are now and how they've healed or not healed from it. And so well, women think- that have daddy issues are, that's it. That guys, I hate to tell you, but you're going to be suffering for those daddy issues. You're the one that's going to take the brunt of all of that. Uh, you're the one that's going to pay for all of that. This is mm-hmm. it, it, it. I deal with this every single week with my clients. There's it a, is multiple. It is you're becoming her dad. Well, you know, it's you not know, just with the dad what, thing, That's though. the deal, it, you know. I think there's so many things that people look for replacements on. And it's not just dads. That's It's anything. You look at it, and, and we've talked about this before. It's the idea of, you know, I call it the insert guy here theory or insert woman here theory. And that is whether it's looking to replace a dad or something from a family issue or something like that. Um, one thing that I see is a red flag. And again, you've seen it in Dallas or Atlanta or wherever, any big, big city. It's the... Um, Someone had a particular lifestyle and they're, they're communicating way too much about shitting all over their ex on, oh, well, I did this and now they're pissed off because I have to go sell real estate now and I used to have the country club membership and I had all this good shit and now I have to you know, work and all this and they're looking for replacement of that. Or something I had encountered in the past mm-hmm. was um, like this was like early, early on after I got divorced, it was the idea of I'm, I'm a pretty good dad. And someone had their, their ex was a shitty dad or something like that. So like, oh, well, they're looking for a replacement of that. I mean, we can spot that stuff a mile away. And it's just there. That's a big red flag. If they're looking to replace this void rather than you, the man or woman, you know, they well, need to for you. And, and you know what? I'll, I will say, though, that not everybody is as enlightened mm-hmm. as you are, Bradley, because a lot of men will step in. And this is where you guys ignore the red flag. She didn't have a good childhood. Her dad neglected her. She didn't have these things when she was growing up. I'm going to, I can give these to her. So you become the rescuer and the fixer. You guys know, I know all the guys. I've done happened. it. I like, did yeah. it. Give things, things like a car. I didn't learn the first time. Or, I did it yeah. twice. You know what blows my mind? <laughs> so. You know what blows my mind is I see some of you guys and I know you, like you, you are paying these girls rent. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. I didn't do anything. No, I know you didn't. But I know. I mean, I have the stories from, I mean, and it's like at what point she won't see you. She won't put you on social media. You're not her boyfriend. She won't introduce you to her family, but you're going to pay her rent. You're going to pay all her bills. She's got all, uh, by the way, uh, somebody whose life is not together. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. Anybody who is a grown adult. Um, as Bradley would say, a grown-ass adult. Yes, true. <laughs> yeah. True that. Um, but but if somebody that's a grown adult that does not have their life together, they're still figuring their career out. They're you know they're 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 uh, if emotionally a wreck, physically a wreck. It, it's not a it's not a good decision. So let's unpack a this a little bit because I think I think it happens a lot more than people realize. But I want you to unpack. Okay, so I'm a I'm a guy and I have family challenges or problems. Um, I'm a female and I have daddy problems or have no relationship with my dad. What are some things they can do? Cause you're always, you're good about homework and looking in the mirror and working. So what are some of the things those folks can do to make sure that's been handled? So when they do go out in the dating scene, they are healthy and ready. Is there some two or three things that you think they can do to kind of, I mean, obviously if they have to have therapy, they have to I have mean, therapy. You just got to do the work. I mean, you, there, you can't get there without therapy. I hate to say it, but there's just, right. you can't do it yourself. I mean, I, I give my clients a lot of books to read, mm-hmm. but the books have to be pertinent to mm-hmm. what, what your situation is, you know, and, and, and I think educating yourself is great and to understand your love language, understand your attachment style. And, and it's great to be educated that way. But you have to, you, it, there are these gaping wounds that people have. And, they may, and if, if you have an inkling, by the way, if there's an inkling in your spirit, like, well, I might be upset with my dad or, or I might have uh, abandonment issues. If you think there's an inkling of that, then you do. It's probably mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. You know, if you, it's if probably you, a lot bigger than you think. A lot bigger. Yeah. So that would be a place that you would, I mean, you, you've got to heal that. It doesn't heal on its own. You're, no relationship is going to heal that, which is what people do, mm-hmm. as we were just talking about. They get in these relationships and, and you know, Brad says you marry your dad or you, you know, mm-hmm. you marry your mom, whatever. Yeah. You're trying to fix that problem. You can't fix that problem with somebody else. You've got to heal that with the source and then you can move forward. Well, and like we always talk about, it, what do we want to do? We want to be the knight in shining armor and come in there and save the damsel in distress. And then six months down the road, you're like, oh my god. Well, that's a very guy I just thing. Just overlook the red flag. You no, know, and until you until you just get kicked in the ass a few times on that, that you don't discover that that's actually a thing. And, I, and the, this is not unique to men. This is this is both both genders on that. Absolutely. You know, and what you're talking, about, I understand what y'all are talking about, and that's important and relevant about you know, going deep on that. But um, what I think is funny is some of the giant red flags. See, here's my thing. I think people tell you exactly who the hell they are right out of the gate. Thank it's you. just we just choose not to listen for the reasons of whatever it is. You know, it's, oh, they're hot. They're exciting. They're different. It's new. Whatever. It's chemistry. All the, all the, all the accurate bullshit that goes on that kind of prevents you from actually seeing the things. And when you talk about toxicity, well, and, and I'll tell, tell you the story. So there was some. Um, I'm all for someone, you know, being open about their wounds or what's going on, but there's a time and a place to delve deep on that. Yes. Like what y'all are talking about. Not is Not like, a first date. Well, let me go there. So here's what happened. <laughs> um, oh yeah. God, I don't so, want to so, know all that on a first date. Again, I, hey, no, here's the, I don't live in Dallas anymore, which is a wonderful thing. So I can, I can say the things that, that happened way back in the day and, and not have to pay the price for it. But um, no, there was a, a woman I went out with once, once. And um, just as you would at dinner, hey, would you like anything to drink? She goes, no, I don't. I'm, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I applaud that. applaud the fact that she told me. I fantastic, respect that immensely. I said, okay, thank you. I respect that. Fine. But then she managed to take the next 45 minutes to dominate the conversation about the level of her addiction, about her alcoholism. And, you know, yes, but here's where it goes. It goes to... Well, you know, the reason that the reason that I and this is like 20 minutes in and I'm just smiling and nodding and trying to, you know, she's sucking the oxygen out of the room. And I'm like, oh, that's great. She goes, Well, the problem was I got divorced because I was such an alcoholic. I would get blackout drunk and like sleep with anything. So I slept with all these random guys. Let me tell you, one time I was traveling, I was traveling to LaGuardia, I ended up meeting one of the Baldwin brothers. She told me which one, it wasn't Alec. And she goes, and I ended up banging him in the bathroom um, at uh, LaGuardia. And you know, it's just how it was. And by the way, and I'm just like, 
Shut up. Just please, Jake, please. shut the hell this up. This is a first stop. date. No. Jake, please. Oh, she's a professional. This isn't like some random, you know, hooker off Harley Hines or something. Wow. And oh yeah. And I'm just like, that's great. Awesome. She wonders um, why she's single. Yeah, shocking, right? <laughs> but uh no, it's there's you want to be honest, but it's like there's a time and a place for some of these things. That but uh yeah, that was a red flag. There we go. Yeah. I don't know if I would ever want to know that story. Ever know that oh, story? I, no, yeah. Do no. not tell somebody your sexual history. Like, like probably I, ever, I, I, maybe. That's you what know? I'm saying. Like, like if ever. That's, if that's where you were in your life, and that was, you know, that it was the time the in your life where you ever. were just like in that. Like everybody has that part of their have life. History. Yeah. And I, I don't want to know that. No. I don't want to know that you banged don't somebody, tell somebody in the airport. Don't tell somebody you're dating now your sexual history. If somebody's talking about that or they're talking badly about their exes. They're talking oh, that's about a, yeah. their their mm -hmm. history, their anything about sex. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a red red flags uh, all over the place. Or if they they too much of, like you're saying too much about the ex of like um well, no one wants to hear about what SOB your ex was or how he doesn't pay on for child support or if anything If you bad like talk that. your ex, it's run. No. If somebody that's bad talking their ex and isn't like if that's a big red flag, you mm -hmm. know, you yeah. people don't ask. People are afraid to ask about past relationships. Like for like tell me about your marriage, why did it end? Mm -hmm. People mm -hmm. are afraid to ask that. Ask it. Yeah. Ask those questions because the person that blames the other party, well, she did this and she did that. Right. Yeah, or he no did ownership. this, whatever. And there's no ownership on their part. There's no growth on their part. They didn't. Yeah. It's not a civil conversation. Mm -hmm. That's not. That is such a huge red flag. That is something you don't go back to because you're that person. Number one hasn't healed, and number two, you're the next person. That's right. You're well, the next one. You're the next one. She's going to talk bad yeah, well, about that right there. And um, you know, keeping with the people tell you what you need to know and who they are. Um, I've had someone say before, you know, what happened to your last relationship? That, and they keep saying, well, I'm always the one that leaves. I date them for a certain amount of time and then I'm the one that leaves. I think that's a pretty relevant question. So who breaks up with who? And I've had people say before, I'm always the one that leaves. I'm thinking, well, Jesus Christ. Don't I mean, be proud is, of that. You think I really want to sign up for this shit? <laughs> don't be proud yeah, of that. Think, I can change that cat. No, I don't think so. Uh-uh, no, bad news. Yeah. Unless the sex is good. Brad said it. I didn't. Just they, Brad last, last like a week, two weeks, a year. Oh, I don't know if they're off camera. So I have, a, uh, I have a really, yes, no kidding. God, <laughs> you should have heard the conversations. Um, anyway, I have a good one that I wanted you to, to talk about because we don't get into it a lot, but like you can't stand any of her friends. Or oh. his friends. Oh, that's a big one. Like it's birds of a feather, right? Like you, you see her interact with them or him interacting with his friends and maybe they're the little douchey dudes or they're the, this kind of setup or whatever it is. And like, you need to notice those things. Like who does she, what's who the associations and yeah. where do they go on their time off and who are they hanging with? And, and I think that's one that mm -hmm. can get overlooked pretty easily. I think so too. I, I definitely want to meet, you definitely want to meet their friends, family, the people that are close uh -huh. to them to see who they're hanging out with. And again, as Brad said, birds of a feather flock together. So uh -huh. you, you know, you, it gives you a little taste of who they are, mm -hmm. but I think it's even bigger than that too. You know, now we've got all kinds of resources at our fingertips. So look at their social media. What are they posting about? You know, look, look at who they really are because people present their best selves mm -hmm. to you up front and you, you need to, you need to be aware of what's happening. I mean, you need to be aware of what, what, what actions they're taking outside of that relationship with you. What are they posting on social media? Who are they friends with? What mm -hmm. are kind of things that they do in their free time? What are their hobbies? Uh, you know, do they drink too much when you're on a date with them? Do they always have to have a drink mm -hmm. in order to have liquid courage to talk to you? You know, I mean, you, you need to be sitting back listening and watching more than you are speaking. Yeah. I think one along with that is if they tell you what to do. One of my least favorite words on the planet is the word should. And especially in an early situation where it's like, mm -hmm. well, you should do. And I, I've had some women do this to me, but like I had one talk to me about what I should do as a parent. I'm like, honey, no, you, you don't even know me, my kids or anything. You know, you don't, you don't, haven't earned the right to do that. But I've talked to a lot of women, though, who men become very controlling and telling them instantly right out of the gate, well, what you should do is this. If, you, if someone is that controlling right out of the gate and you hate that on, you know, the first couple of times, you're really going to hate it in two months or two years because that's who the hell they are. Yeah. So that's another thing. Again, people telegraph shit.
Yeah. I want to, I want to rewind real quick. Cause Karen brought up a really good point on Facebook. She said, I've asked about why someone's marriage ended. They tell me. And then I asked, what was the takeaway? What did you learn that you can apply to your next relationship? And those, Go are, Karen. those are great questions. Go Karen. That's really awesome. Smart. Yeah. Really and, smart. And, and, and if they can't answer that, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. <laughs> if they can't answer that, you know, having said that, like number one, Karen, good job house. going for the depth and asking the questions, sure. because if somebody can't go there, there might not be somebody that you want to be in a relationship with anyway. But let's, that is a, that was one of my red flags is people that can't go deep. Like if, yeah. if they're all surface, they're telling stories, they're entertaining you. It's all about the entertainment it's a and show. there's not, yep. Mm -hmm. And there's not mm -hmm. depth. That's a huge yep. red flag because a relationship is about intimacy. And if you can't talk to somebody about your most intimate things and, and their most intimate things and relationships and past relationships, that's a huge red flag. That's somebody who's is not ready, who's not commitment yeah, yeah. ready, who's not emotionally available, possibly, maybe not emotionally mature, doesn't have it. Bradley yeah. has something to say. Um, well, it, along those same lines too, it's uh, people are accustomed to giving a resume. They're yes. accustomed to, as you said, putting on their best face and telling all the good stuff, but it's, um, that's what we do. You get the chronology and all the good shit and here's my highlight reel. Um, and so, yes, you want to find out about some of these more in-depth things, but what I've always been a fan of and I, I did this as a recruiter. I've done this just in, in personal life. It's the idea of you know, basically a change up, kind of some sort of pattern interrupt. And what you want to do is I want to find out, you know, what are you most excited about right now? What, what are you most passionate about? You know, not what are your hobbies? I don't give a shit about that. What are you most passionate about? What excites you? What's the best thing going on in your life right now? Because one, that is not, that doesn't have a damn thing to do with your resume or who you are or anything yes. like that, but it shows this. It also shows, have you put some thought into it? Can you think on your feet? Can you communicate? Do that? you have any passions? Yeah, absolutely. But, but for, what I'm looking for is that, can you communicate it? Because if you can't, what are you laughing about? Brian? <laughs> do you have any passions? Like, <laughs> what the hell do you do all day? <laughs> That's right. No, it's, can you, if you can't communicate to me, what the hell you're excited about, what gets you going or you're passionate about, then guess what? Three months, three years down the road, when shit goes foul, or you got to have the heart to heart and really get there with somebody yeah. and peel that onion back, guess what? They can't communicate it. Yeah, if they can't communicate about the simple there. stuff from day yeah. one, they sure as hell can't do it about the others. And I think that's that's critical right there. Right. And that's important. No, I, uh, that's a good point. Um, and, and somebody that, that uh, hides things from you, like if you do ask questions and they, uh, they deflect, uh, or they won't answer or they, they, you know, like you said, won't, they won't go, they're not going to go there, mm -hmm. uh, or it's not, are not willing to go there. That's, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a huge problem. Yeah. I think they can't go. There's a big one at some point, you know, maybe not on a third date, you're not going to get into these mm -hmm. conversations, but at some point, I would, well, I know you would, but that's, yeah. How about, how about things like simple things like, Oh, showing up drunk, um, showing up late <laughs> things. No, seriously. I, I had. I told Jen this story before. I I ended up. This is out at South Lake. Sorry, South Lake. Um, <laughs> I had to venture all the way out to South Lake, and I sit down. You know, it's like six o'clock on a Sunday, and I sit down at the bar. And um, this woman walks in. She's like thirty minutes late, and I'm ready to leave anyway. Sunday mm -hmm. afternoon, she rolls in hammered, hammered, <laughs> and goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. It was just at soccer games all afternoon." I thought, well, that's quality right there. <laughs> You know, that's really good. Throwing him down at yeah. the, at the she, kid's soccer game. No shit. And she, she sits down and the bartender knows her name, which is also another giant ass red flag. Uh, and so she sits down. I'm, I'm pissed off at this point anyway, but I'm being a gentleman staying there. Just I'm, in, At this point, I knew within two minutes I was like wanting to head for the doors. Go so ahead. she sits down and she's like, hey, you know, um, and she starts uh, just talking about just random stuff. I'm trying to figure out an exit and she's too drunk for me to know the timing on it so I could leave in five minutes. It won't matter. And then she, she looks at me and she goes, I'm not going to sleep with you. I go, good. Wasn't planning on that. It's like 10 minutes in. And then, oh, I kid you not. And she leans in and goes, but. but. Yeah. And she leans in drunk as hell, slings her legs over me in this bar. Oh it's 10 God. minutes in and goes, but I'll be the best piece of ass you've ever had. And I'm like, She's oh my God, check. I check out. And I'm thinking, I just need to leave this woman now. And But I see her stumble to the bathroom. And I think, I'm going to be a bad dude if I let her go on the road, okay? So I'm trying to walk her to her car or whatever. She comes in. She comes out stoned after she'd been in the bathroom oh for 10 minutes. Oh, my God. This is like, this is this like is soccer like... mom in South Lake. 
And um, yeah, it was like bad date. You know, it was that, total was bad that movie date. with um, Bill Murray, whatever that. Oh yeah, God. but you know, I just, you want, I'm, I'm up, just sitting here thinking like you and, and people wonder why there's so many singles out why there. Why are you single? <laughs> why are you single? Yeah, just don't don't show up drunk. But it was just that type of thing of like, you know, a little bit of pride. Um, I ended up driving her home somehow. It took me like the longest two hours ever to finally get the address out of this woman and find where it was. And I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be an Animal House moment where could I just like leave you in the subdivision somehow? And um, but she ended up getting home, and then the next day, I'm so sorry. Can we try this again? I'm like. Hell no. No. God, no. no yeah. I'm We're not sorry. doing that. I had such yeah. a great time. What do you remember? Yeah, exactly. It was great. Yeah. Ladies, don't get wasted on a date. Guys, don't, Guys get, don't wasted get wasted on, on a date. date. You know, I mean, anybody that gets that gets wasted on a first date or, ha- again, liquid courage, that's a, that is a uh, very scary sign that somebody needs uh, alcohol or some other crutch mm-hmm. to, to get their feelings out or to talk or to, to be mm-hmm. somebody, right? Yep. How about being present? That's a, that's a huge one too. And we talked about how people go on autopilot and give their resume and tell their stories. And especially if they've you know, been out again and again, you, you can tell when someone's uh, you know, again, on their game, so to speak. But it's that, that autopilot thing. And what I mean is be present in there, engage, looking somebody in the eye, listen, have a conversation, not some sort of recitation or monologue. But um, I remember one time, this woman, I'm talking, and she just actually turns, picked up her damn phone, and starts taking selfies. Not of us. Not of us. Not That's like, insane. I looked good. Damn it. Who the hell do you go out no, with? was this other shit. We need to, we need to revamp a, Bradley's dating bad, life. He is a bad picker. That's what Joey's <laughs> telling me. These are in the past. Way in the, the past. past. Yes, we're working on it. <laughs> Please get in the database. I mean, no. you, we could write a book about your stories. Way in the past. You know, um, I think another thing, too, is, you know, and I use this word all the time. It's it's my new word for 2021 that I just realized is like the biggest thing is that consistency and inconsistency. And inconsistency is a red flag. If sure. you can't figure somebody out, if what they say and, and what they do are two different things, right. if they they don't show up, they don't do what they say they're going to do, they disappear you know, sometimes they're consistent about, you know, messaging you. Sometimes they disappear for a day. That's, red, red that should be huge everywhere. right there because like they're talking to somebody else or they're not interested enough to yeah. keep the communication Or open, they're drunk somewhere or they're, or they're with somebody. I mean, like, I'm just telling you, theme here there today, are 8 million drinking. things, 8 million possibilities, but this is where women, and I could just say women especially, men, you do it too, but where especially women go awry is they hang on. They're like, what is he thinking? Why is he doing this? And, you know, he disappeared. And what am I, you know, and so you women get in their head about it and overthink about it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, he's not interested. And we talked about this when Bradley was here last time. He's just not interested. No, he's, he's just, just not, not, not focused. You, as they say. He's not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's a red flag. And it, it means he's mm-hmm. not he's not into you. Otherwise he would be consistent and put effort in. I, I want to say one thing that, that is along those lines and it doesn't have to, to do with interest as much as it does with consistency. And I think that an important, an important question to ask, but also just an important thing to know is for, for men and women, where am I catching you in your life right now? And I hate it when some, are you ready for a relationship? You know, come on, that's like cheesy. I mean, I know it's where you want to go, but it's the idea of Tell me what's going on in your life right now. Where are, am I catching in your life? Meaning, okay, you have kids that are you're about to be an empty nester. You got kids that are going or about to be a senior, a senior in high school. You need to focus on them. Hey, I just started a company. My focus is really on that. Mm-hmm. Or hey, I'm an empty nester. I have all this free time in the world right now. Or hey, I'm raising smaller children. You know, I'm recently divorced and just getting over it. These are all important things to determine whether someone, they may have the interest, they may be highly interested, but they just might not have the ability to focus, to be consistent. And, you know, depending on what you're wanting, I think that's an important thing to be on the same page. I agree. I agree. You know, um, one of the things I really want to get to, because I feel like there's a lot of little things. So we got into some of the big things, I think. And, um, and I love that I have a, a crew here of guys that can do that, but let's talk about some other like obvious red flags. Let's just go through some basic ones. Like we, and everybody's talked about this and we've, we've said, I've heard this a million times is treating service people or you know, anybody. I saw that on the list and I was like, is that like, okay, like what if they're being given crappy service? But don't be an asshole. At a restaurant and, don't be a treating, and he or she is treating the waiter or waitress un- disrespectfully no, I get or, it. or talking down to people that are 
you know, that they perceive themselves to be better than. That's a huge red that flag. Makes that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because they, they see themselves obviously as better or different. And one of these days you're going to be in the same boat. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, it, it goes with those types of things. I love that about how they treat other people, how they treat service people, how they treat strangers. You get to see that. You get to see the energy because, of course, they're going to treat you well, but how they treat others. It's not just how they treat, but the other comments, too. I tell you what, there's someone. Um, I asked someone, hey, you want to meet me down in Bishop Arts? Oh, well, it's kind of risky down there. You know, they really look out for white people. Really? Really? Is that where we're going here in 2021? <laughs> cool. I mean, just shit like that. I like, thanks. Don't uh, don't need your racist ass on me right now. Um, just stuff like that. People tell you who they are. They Listen. Do. Yeah. So here's another one. People that people that neglect their children uh, or their <laughs> or their pets. Like they leave them in the car while they're on the date. Or? Well, actually, I've heard those stories too. I hate to tell you, but I, if, as a counselor, you'd be amazed how many children were forced to sit uh. in cars outside of bars while their mom. Usually mom or dad went in to meet somebody. It happened a lot more than you guys think it does, which <sighs> but the is really sad. There's probably somebody watching that's gone through that because that's how common it is. However, my point is, like Brad, you know, when his kids were growing up, now um, his youngest son is is a teenager now, so he's pretty self-sufficient. But Brad wouldn't go out. Like when the weekends he had his children, he was responsible. He stayed home with his kids and did things with his kids. Yeah. But somebody that you know, that brushes their kids off, you know, oh, she, she, they're with their mother all the time. I get them whenever, you know, whenever I want them. And then you notice that he doesn't ever have them or he doesn't go to their sporting events. That's a huge one. Or yeah, or he's, he, or not, he or she, I'm sorry, but it's, yes. it goes both ways. Um, if they're not involved in their children's life, there are women too. I mean, I was just talking to somebody about this story too. Women that have left their children or dad, Guys, a woman that doesn't have custody of her children run like hell. Yeah, especially yes. in Texas. Sorry. Absolutely. Yes. In yeah. Texas, it's all on yeah. their side. If a run woman doesn't have her kids like in Texas, there's hell. a problem. Yeah. So I will say this. In those in that time frame you're talking about, when when I was when I was focused on the kids, I never once ran into any issue with letting the person I was dating or interested in saying, listen, you know, every other weekend or so, I want you to know I'm going to be with my kids. Right. We'll plan stuff during the week. Right. Or on the opposite weekends. I've never had it. They were always like completely understand. I respect that. Yeah. And so if, it's if not, they're it's, not, it's not a up, bad thing to do. If they're not up front, then go ahead you know? and, and get rid of them because I've actually, you know, obviously being a matchmaker too, I see the, I see the opposite where they go, right. well, <laughs> they don't have time for me. They've got their kids this weekend and they've got a game. Because they have children. Mm -hmm. so and that's you work a red around flag with, on yeah. the person with kids. He should say, well, you should respect that. Of course. My, that's what like, I'm saying. You know, yeah. yeah. So so if if they're not understanding about your time when you have children or you have responsibilities, mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, it's different. I mean, if if somebody's like completely neglecting, you hadn't seen you in weeks or months, that's different. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, but, you know, I want to add the pet thing in there too, because that's important to me too. Like I love animals. Everybody knows I love animals. People that leave their dogs for hours and they have to go out and mm -hmm. go to the restroom, you know, that are just out partying or doing whatever they're, or they just go out of town and leave their pet. I mean, I just, it would it, never do that to flick or flick. I know you wouldn't, never. but, but people that, that would neglect a, a child or an mm -hmm. animal or, you know, anything important in their life. Guess what? You're next. So I have another one, You're next. another simple one what? that certainly I've dealt with in the past and I live and breathe this stuff every day, but someone who is obsessed with social media. Oh yeah. So they got to put the little pickup. Yep. of you doing something with them and it's immediate how many likes do we and they're checking it every 15 texts oh we're up to 100 likes we're right up to 100 likes. Oh take a picture of their food oh we're so eating great. this mm -hmm. and i'm just like yeah. really like i don't need i don't need clarification or justification or or, or validation with how many likes my my pick i gets. know bradley i'm, I'm gonna know. let you jump in here but that you know one of our pet peeves we've talked about this is people that aren't available they're like oh well i can't talk I can't see you. I don't have time for you. Yet you can look on their social media and they're posting pictures of themselves. Yes. Or yeah. liking something or commenting on something. Yeah. No. What, what was it we said before? Effort. Effort equals interest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, one thing I think too, a, a separate one is um, coming in a little hot too early. <laughs> and um, you look, hey, everybody loves chemistry. Everybody lo you know, loves it when you kind of feel that right out of the gate. But mm -hmm. it's the over overly demonstrative oh my god we're gonna you know 
one or two out, we're making giant plans for everything. Oh, you need to meet my family. Oh, you're the one. Oh, I need to be married by such and such. I've heard that. You know, I had oh, someone yeah. say, I, oh, well, you know what? I manifested my perfect partner here that they're going to come by November and you're here and this is great. I'm just like, run. Wow. Run. Um, yeah, just think like that's, so, you know, it, look, everybody, everybody understands that things rev high in the beginning. There's two ways. You can have it organically. You can have slow growth. You can have high growth. It's, I got it. But there has to be some sort of realistic expectations early on because if they're just like throwing down on oh my god we're gonna get married oh you're the one that's it anybody okay. that moves too fast i mean regardless of it, whether it being marriage or whatever anybody that moves too fast asking for a commitment too quickly i'm mm -hmm. um, asking where things are going mm -hmm. uh yeah anybody that moves too quickly man or woman mm -hmm. it goes both ways so when is that when is that okay because like i dated someone and after four dates it was like so where's this going where's this relationship going like what are we doing here why are we I'm like, we've had four dates. And yeah, she couldn't believe that I said that. Like, she was like, well, what is that? What do you mean? And I'm like, sweetheart, we're, I don't even, we don't even know each other yet. It's been four dates. Mm -hmm. We're just getting into the, the good stuff. And right. she was like, pouncing. So um, somebody with an agenda, somebody like that with an agenda that's yeah. got a timetable. A that's a red oh, flag. yeah, because that's I'm like, you're just meeting it. a quota. Yeah, no, I, I let that go on down the road. Mm -hmm. And like six months later, she's married. And I was like, well, okay, so we knew. And six months later, she's divorced. You know, so, that. but yeah. I just thought it was so, but I'm, what I'm trying to get to is like, when is that time frame? Six dates, eight dates. I know there's no book and you get on me about this. I, but like, I know. It, what's, when do it, you know really it's okay? Which is one of my podcasts that we've got to do here. It's It's been, this is the other one that's been eating at me. Is like there's no rules. Like mm -hmm. there really aren't any rules for things. And this is one of those things you can't have a rule for. Right. You've just got to let things flow. You've right. got to let things evolve naturally. Naturally. Because if, if you're really into somebody and they're really into you, you're going to know it. Mm -hmm. And I, th I always think the conversation that needs to be had, if you want to ease into that commitment thing, is it, especially if you're the type of person that doesn't want to sleep around, that you might, you know, say, I, you know, I don't, I don't sleep around. I don't want to be with somebody who does. I, so if we ever do go there, I just, I'm okay with whenever that is. It's, I just need it to be in a time where, it is exclusive between us because mm -hmm. I don't want any diseases, you know, <laughs> and, and I will only be in a, an exclusive sexual relationship. So that's, that is a way to ease into it. But I hate to say if you're easing into a relationship that way, then where's the, that's probably more of a chemistry type relationship mm -hmm. than it is love. Right. Because when you love somebody, when there's emotions there, that conversation doesn't need to be had because you already know that person. It's you already you already connected. You. you know, in that way you you talk chemistry, and there's so that can there's so many things that with that chemistry, love, all of that. But um, it's not a red flag. I guess it's more of a question. The red flag portion of it would be: Do you feel negative, empty, or deflated after spending time with this person, regardless of how hot or how sexy or how textbook they are? Or do you walk away feeling a bit energized, feeling good about yourself? Not that they're there to make you feel good about yourself. That's not it. But do you feel like, hey, this is um, this is something that can help amplify who I am and is a good thing rather than, oh, my God, this is sucking my soul here? Bradley, the only problem I foresee with that is sometimes people don't know the difference between something that makes their soul feel good and something that makes their hormones feel good. Yep. Oh, that's a tough one. Hey, agreed. Mm -hmm. A thousand, thousand percent. Yep. And again, you only discover that though. You know, that that's an experience thing. No one comes into that thing. And, and look, I mean, I'm, I'm sure many of the people watching this and, you know, ever all of us sitting here have uh, had some wins and had some losses and had some scars. <laughs> and and that's how you achieve those things. I mean, I've, I've finally been able to, to discern that through experience, what, I, I'm going to mutilate the quote, but it's like, um, how do you how do you achieve wisdom? Um, you know, uh, decisions. You know, bad or judgment. How do you get good judgment? You know, bad decisions. I mutilated it, um, but that's the whole point. Is um, yeah, which and the, the old joke is, I guess, which head are you thinking with? You know, does it make your pants go crazy, your heart go crazy? Either one. But it's unique. Uni yeah, I want both. Well, you know, I, want, hey, I, want, I want both. I want both. But but more. But equally as important, though. You know, I want this. I want this. I want this. But it's the I want 
I want to walk away going, this is a good human I want in my life. I want, this is somebody I want in my orbit. That's a, that's a, that's paramount to me, you know, rather than just, oh, arm candy. Right. Dallas, every city, you can find arm candy damn near anywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you can find intelligence a lot of, you know, a lot of places, not as much, but I think it's, do you feel like a, this is something that can add to your life and you want this person in your orbit, whether it's as a, ends up as a friend, platonic, sexual, romantic marriage, whatever. Right. That's a key takeaway right there. And if you don't walk, if you kind of walk away going, I'm exhausted. Red flag. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm, wait, life's too short to deal with that stuff. Red flag. Red flag. Okay, <laughs> um, that was probably the first F-bomb on Love Sorry Billy about, show. Sorry but, about uh, that. You said you, last Bradley. time I was in second gear, was, so I kind of ratcheted up a little bit. I was actually rewinding to make sure I wasn't the first. No. <laughs> But, uh, but having said that, I'm going to, I will recover from that. Um, but, but have, he's, he's a hundred percent right. And I, I will say this too. I think that you need to also look at those people that will go there too soon. These, these women or men that are willing to go there on a first date or allow chemistry to take over too quickly. You know, someone that doesn't show self-restraint, somebody that doesn't have self-respect that goes a lot of ways. That's not just with you. That's that's also how they feel about themselves. Yeah. Right. right. So, you know, you you really not that you want to judge mm-hmm. somebody, but you need to look at somebody that is that respects themselves is probably 99.9% mm-hmm. not going to sleep with you on a first date. Just saying. Dramatic pause. I was okay. going to say that I hear crickets, but that's okay. Yeah. Yep. I got another one. Brad Miller, how, how about a drama queen? Oh. Oh, oh my, my God. Gosh. And we're always, you know, the guys, we're always like, oh, no, she'll get better. No. She'll get better. Yeah. It, well, I just, she just needs to get her, you know, we just need to get around different. She'll get better. No, you can just they don't tell get better. drama, victim mentality. <laughs> um, look, everybody loves a good story, but it's just, you need every detail about how, you know, Brittany didn't call you back or something. I mean, yeah. I no. mean, and I think drama queen too, I like, I, I want to, I want to kind of unpack that as Brad would say in the fact that that's that woman that is complaining about everything, that there's always some drama going on in her right. life. There's this wrong and this wrong and this wrong. However, I will say that, you know, it's been a heck of a 2021. I feel like every time I turn around, there's something, something's happening to somebody, you know, it's just been so crazy, whether it's car accidents, people don't, you know, like just, I just had a friend that lost her husband in a car accident. Like there's so many things happening right now, but somebody that is perpetually got things going on in their life. They've got a fight with this person. They've got this guy. I mean, and they've just got little tornadoes all over their life. Run. Cause the other thing I see, who wants to walk into that? The other thing I see with those folks too, is it's always self-inflicted. It's always, they create it, but they don't know it. it. No, they build it out on their own though. It's like they make it something that it's really not. It's really easy to get over, Mm -hmm. but they just turn it into something because they want the drama. So here's the thing with drama people and here's why they create it because that's how they function. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. like drama. They know how to do drama. They'll tell you they don't, but that's what they're attracted to. So what does that mean Mm -hmm. for you? That means that your life is about to be chaos. They're, they're going to create drama in your life. They're, they probably like to fight, you know, they, they, they like chaos. God, that's awful. Just and an what I've found is to walk into. what I've found too is with those particular individuals is there's some underlying issue, skeleton, something that they're covering in the chaos. They don't hmm. want you to get to know the deeper self because they're afraid of what you're going to see. Well, so normally, it's almost like a cover up. Just so normally you know? that like normally that is, and it could be that they're they're trying to. But normally, what it is is they had a chaotic childhood, right? And that's what chaos is what they know so they function best in a chaotic environment but that still shows that they haven't healed from that chaotic childhood and you're just going to be another you know another get in this get in the blender god (laughs) it just stresses me out thinking about it right oh my gosh yep um you know one other thing too is the idea of i think everybody needs it's a yin and yang on this because Mm -hmm. you want to go in Everyone goes into something with expectations, but you really need to manage those. Or I, you know, the, the, the more experienced and older I get, you kind of try to have no expectations and just be in the moment. However, one of the big red flags I've seen is, um, and I understand asking for what you want and putting it out there, but I've heard the, 
I expect nice things. I like nice things. I like to shop here. I like, you know, I like these God, particular Ron, things. I, like I, to... I hear that women do this. No, they, I swear to God they do that. And it's I'm like, Dallas. It blows no, my mind. Not, oh, my God, Greg. <laughs> Bad right. behavior, ladies. I ne I've never seen. That's such a Dallas thing. I'm sorry. It is. I experienced that more. When what I they're here. saying is you better buy me that Louis Vuitton you handbag. Right and I is. like shoes with red on the bottom. And here's my size. I like Go shoes shopping. with red on the bottom. Oh, yeah. You better take care of me. And it's going to, you know, it's going to take a lot to take Louis care of me. Louis are Hey, I'll tell you. I had a client year ago that told me on his first date uh they went to eat somewhere uh at the crescent and afterwards they were just walking around and went to stanley korshak and she had him buying her stuff on a first date and he was buying it expensive stuff and guess what that whole relationship went downhill he dated her for years and all she did was use him to get things there's words for that but guess what that was your first date like there was your sign like that's what she that's all she was after the whole time. Yeah. She showed you who she was. It, along those Sorry. same lines is, I don't like, it, it's, I'm sure it's both. I know it goes for men and women. I have, is, I don't want to hear about competition. I'm going to assume there's competition. I'm going to ask you out because I assume you're, you know, because you're attractive, intelligent. I'm sure that there are other people interested in you, but I don't need to or want to hear about that. That's a freaking red flag hard. And it goes with the expectations. I think of one particular thing, it was, a person who was laying down those similar expectations of, oh, well, I'd like to go here and, you know, we should do this. And then this is about the second or third time in. It's crazy. Well, why haven't you come to see me yet? I have other men who want to come see me and this guy wants to take me to the French Open. And I shit you not. And I'm like, well, you should let him do that because I'm not. We're not I'm going. not. I'm tapping out on this. Yeah. I, you know, have yeah, a nice time. Yeah. You need to be in on me on this and we'll do all kinds of fun stuff, but I'm not going to play, you know, top this. That's red flag. So. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, you had said something that triggered something, and now I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, but uh, here I go again, losing my mind. Um, but uh, but people that do that, that that come, that are in there for something, that are that have an agenda. I mean, agendas of any kind are a red flag. You know? Oh yeah. They're they're a red flag, and 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 you guys need to be uh, aware of of that. I mean, you, you stop buying into it. I mean, just because she's pretty or whatever, like you guys buy into it all the time. We do. We do. You hey, do. Jen, let's, let's hear Oh, me. she's so cute. Hold up. You know, I mean, Brad and I have talked a lot about the things that we, we've discovered. What about you? What are the red flags you see? I mean, and, and I'm not talking about the, 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 the larger ones like that. I mean, what are some simple things? Because, you know, we all hear right. crazy horror stories. What are some, some simple things that you hear? Right. I, you know, I, uh, I, well, I hear it all. I hear everything we're talking I about here. Imagine. I do. I hear all of it. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, you're talking specific things to women that they, you know, do those kind of things. The drama is a big one and uh, buying things and being emotionally unstable uh, and needing to be fixed or asking somebody to fix them or pay the rent or whatever it is. Right. Uh, but, but those are specific to, you know, men and men for, you know, women. And I think women deal with different things. I think women deal with inconsistency. Women deal with effort, uh, you know, a lack of effort. Uh, and, um, I, I think those it's, it's more energetic with women from the standpoint of what is, what is a man uh, how is a man showing you? The red flags right. will be, what is he doing for you? How hard is he pursuing you? Is he disappearing? You know, uh, you know, is he disappearing at times? Uh, is he emotionally, you know, checking out of the relationship? If you, uh, if, if you do have a fight or you do have a disagreement, does he disappear? Right. You know, um, or, or, just you, you, you have to, you have to notice the emotional things. I think he's in his little corner pouting. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, flag. and I'll, I'll say ladies, I think red flags with guys when you're dating, especially if you're like, you're online dating guys that disappear, that don't text you back or don't message you back or message you and ask you out, then they don't follow up. Uh, you know, those are red flags. They've got a lot of other things going on. You're not a priority. I would just take, you know, just cut your losses. He, you know, you never, you haven't even met him. I think you have to be careful of that one though, too. And we've talked about it on a podcast because you brought up a, a, one of the relationships that you helped solidify, which was he was a doctor and was extremely busy during the day. And then he was texting her at like 11 o'clock and she was like, oh, he just wants a booty call. Actually, no, he just walked in from work. Well, he was just so, a busy but you have guy. To, you have to explain that on the upfront. Well, they listen, were dating though. That's what I'm saying. Like you need to say, hey, yeah. listen, there's going to be times where I, it seems like I'm not 
engaged with you, but here's why I'm in surgery or right. like, again, just be upfront from the start. So right. she knows. Yeah. Know? They were so. already dating and those things do need to be handled. Yeah. So it's, it's okay to call somebody to the table in a positive, loving way when you're happy and you're mm -hmm. on a happy date to be able to talk about the fact that you guys communicate differently, hundred percent. you know, you and um, sometimes it's going to work and sometimes it's not because if somebody can't change and that's what you need, you know, you are either going to need something different, right? Cause sometimes right. you do need to change your expectations, uh, and need different, or, you know, it's just not going to work. Uh, is there any comments that we need to, uh, tune into? Cause I know we're running out of time. Um, uh, so life happens. Jennifer said life happens. Yep. It sure does. Uh, especially the past year, uh, a lot happened. You know, I, I think the last thing I want to say on all of that is I think that a lot of people, I was thinking about this this morning. I think a lot of people are recovering from the year of hell. Kevin yeah. fever. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, a lot of people lost their minds, you know, during that time, <laughs> I'm just saying, I think everybody lost their mind a little bit, but some people really mm -hmm. lost their mind. And, uh, and, and I do, and some people lost their businesses. Some people lost yeah. loved ones. There's a lot more. Going I mean, there's on. a lot of legitimacy right. to what we've been through emotionally in for the last sure. year. We weren't designed for confinement. Um, you know, that it's, it's not how we're built as social creatures. So we are now recovering from all of that. So let's extend a little bit of grace to people and, uh, let's extend a little bit of grace and understand that maybe the, who people have been the last year aren't, it may not, it may not necessarily be who they are. And Unless she's drunk and throws her leg over your Heck lap. yeah. Yeah. Unless you're Bradley's date. Yeah. No tonight. grace there. Sorry. <laughs> and then it's either going to be one hell of a night or Grab she's crazy. Grace. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> uh, Greg got her number. You know, I, I know there was a million, a million more red flags we could have, uh, we could have uh, chatted about, but I love the conversation today. It was awesome. Uh, I, uh, I love having the company here. Love you guys. Uh, Cindy, Char Charlene, Jennifer. I love all of you uh, participating. Brent, you guys show up every week. Thanks for being here. Uh, if you need to uh, listen to the podcast, you can listen on, uh, you can listen on our uh, Google, Spotify, Apple. Uh, we uh, we just have audio there. You don't have to. You won't get to see our great faces, but uh, who wouldn't want to see us? Come yeah, on. but uh, but and also please share the podcast with your friends. We uh, we'd love for this to grow. Uh, everybody everybody needs to be healthier, right? We can all. We can all learn and grow from sure. from all of this. Bradley, thank you for being here Absolutely. with us. Always. Thank you for having me. Thanks for love throwing it. the first F-bomb out on lovability as well. We sure really appreciate first. that. I'm so proud it wasn't me. I know. Me too, Brad. You're welcome. Me too. And, uh, and we'll see you all next Friday at noon. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.